Hello, this is TIFN News covering day four of the Russian invasion on Ukraine. I'm Isaac Routon. Ukrainian forces have regained control of the key city of Kharkiv, the regional governor has said. In a post on Telegram, he said, Control over Kharkiv is completely ours. The armed forces, the police, and the defense forces are working, and the city is being completely cleansed of the enemy. Meanwhile, the number of Ukrainian migrants has increased to 368,000, up from yesterday's 170,000. The number of weapons handed out in Kiev alone is now over 25,000. President Putin has ordered his military command to put nuclear forces on a special state of alert. This is after what Moscow calls aggressive statements by NATO countries. Russia has the largest stockpile of nuclear weapons in the world, but also knows that NATO has enough to destroy Russia if they were used. The aim, however, is likely to try and deter NATO support for Ukraine by creating fears over how far he is willing to go and create ambiguity over what kind of support for Ukraine he will consider to be too much. The U.S. condemned this action in a statement calling it unacceptable. The U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield says it means that President Putin is continuing to escalate this war in a manner that is totally unacceptable, and we have to continue to stem his actions in the strongest possible way. The U.N. chief described it as dangerous and irresponsible in response to this. Belarus has taken itself out of non-nuclear status and could be a staging ground for Russian attacks on Ukraine. The referendum also extended its current leader's time in office until 2035. He took power in 1994. After disagreeing to meet in Belarus, Vladimir Zelensky released a statement saying they'd meet on the border. It read, We agreed that the Ukrainian delegation would meet with the Russian delegation without preconditions on the Ukrainian-Belarusian border. The statement also said that all planes, helicopters, and missiles stationed on Belarusian territory will remain on the ground during the Ukrainian delegation's travel, talks, and return. The EU announced that it will begin shipping arms to Ukraine for the first time in history that it's taken such a step. Also announced was a raft of new sanctions targeting Russia and Belarus and a ban on Russia using European airspace. So far, Russia's state-owned media has been banned as well to stop disinformation spreading. Finally, many past sanctions introduced will extend to include Belarus. The EU also agreed among all member countries to take in refugees for three years without asking them to apply for asylum in response to the hundreds of thousands fleeing and models predicting that 4 million Ukrainians will evacuate in total. In a phone call a few hours ago between Boris Johnson and Vladimir Zelensky, Ukraine's president said he believed the next 24 hours would be crucial for Ukraine. Details were not released, but Boris Johnson praised Ukrainians' work thus far and agreed to stay in close contact with Zelensky. Zelensky's approval in a survey conducted with 2,000 Ukrainians has risen to 91%, while 6% do not support him. Of the same participants, 70 believed Ukraine can defend Russia. This is up almost threefold since he took office. Finally, Russia has arrested over 5,000 people at nearly 50 anti-war protests in the country in the four days since the invasion began. Protests including millions of people have been taking place and showing support for Ukraine all over Europe. This is Isaac Routon reporting on day four of the Russian invasion in Ukraine. For updates throughout the day, visit TIFN social media or read written articles below this episode.